0: Hello, it's Eva. I'm grateful for however you found my YouTube channel. This message today that you're going to hear is from Sunday, September the 12th. A message that I delivered at the Firm Foundation Church. If you want to keep things like my podcast going and our YouTube channel going, where we're able to get the word of God out globally to get this spiritual message out to the world, we invite you to support my ministry which is mostly in part at the firm foundation church in birmingham alabama you can go to the firmfoundationchurch.com and click give online and sow into this vibrant and growing ministry now here's the word have you ever heard of the 4 minute mile the 4 minute mile there was a commonly held belief across the globe that a runner could not complete a mile in less than four minutes. It had not ever happened. It had never been conceived. No one has ever perceived that someone could run a mile in less than four minutes. It was considered impossible until 1954 in Oxford. Um, the, The race came to an end and Roger Bannister had been announced the winner of the race. And we all know what happens when they announce the winner of a race in track and field. Everybody wants to know their time. And so as soon as the announcer announces that Roger Bannister has completed this one-mile race in less than four minutes, he starts off with three minutes, and it goes three minutes and 59 seconds. The crowd erupts. The crowd erupts because here we have. We've been running all of these races. Coaches have been coaching runners. Runners have been um, training with this false concept in mind, that they could never run a mile in less than four minutes. But this day, that barrier was broken. It was a falsehood. It was, sorry for the parents that are listening, but we're going to use this word this morning. It was an utter lie that a mile could not be run in less than four minutes. And so for years, the entire industry had built this concept of training and running only to complete a mile in over four minutes. Michael Beckwith, one of my favorite um, um, quotes by him is that a lie believed acts as a law until it is neutralized. A lie believed will act as a law until it's neutralized, meaning that you could be telling yourself something every day that could be a lie. It could be a myth. It could be a falsehood but it will operate in your life and you will live out your life in a way as if it is truth from God's throne because you've accepted it as truth. The lie in this circumstance and everybody aligned themselves with this standard of running a mile. It had to take over four minutes And so until someone dared to go beyond what had been presented to them as fact, but when that one person went beyond that barrier, went beyond that limitation that had been set up on them, it impacted so many others because Bannister did not hold this title for long. Since 1954, over 1,400 people in um, documented races have Run a mile in less than four minutes, and many of them have beaten Roger Bannister. So now that's the four-minute mile. That's Roger Bannister raising a standard in racing and in running. But I want you to take a moment, everybody, and just close your eyes. Take a moment, even if somebody's around you, take a moment and close your eyes. And take a deep breath in and out. I want you to take a moment and look at your... Love life. I want you to look at your health. I want you to look at your finances. I want you to look at your career. Step back and be the third person in your own life and observe your own life. What barriers, what restrictions, what limits are you building your life around that are a falsehood that are a myth that uh that that is a lie what barriers what restrictions what limits are you building and constructing your life around that's a lie and if you're going to go beyond if you're going to have a limitless life you have to begin to tackle those things that hold you back you must begin to mold your life. Now you can open your eyes and come back and join us because a limitless life just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. The people that you see around that you think are going beyond tradition, going beyond what you thought was possible, what they thought was once possible for their life, it's just not happening. It's just not falling into their laps. They are molding and shaping and creating and co-creating a life that is limitless. With God. So the first thing I want you to um, write down this morning, we've heard this one before, but if you're going, you're going to have a limitless life, you must begin to interrogate your comfort zones. Somebody say comfort zones. Comfort zones can be misleading because when people tend to talk about them, they tend to focus on the comfort piece. Um, but we have must begin to ask why are they why are they comfortable? Many people stay in their comfort zones out out of their fear, out of their fear. And one of those fears that keep us in our comfort zones are fears that are produced external to us, right? Fears that are produced external to us, not talking about our own self-limiting beliefs and things that we believe about ourselves. But often the fears of others have been placed and layered on top of us and they stifle us from living a free life, a life that is being led by the spirit and by our soul. From the day we come into this world, we've been given limits. And many times for a good reason, to keep us safe, to show us how to interact in the world without getting harmed. But every so often, someone comes along and tries to place a limit on us that has been sourced from their own fear. Sometimes that has been sourced from their own failure in their own life, but it may not apply to us. And when you begin to live a life out of fear, Uh, Somebody else's fear, somebody else's experience, you're living a falsehood. You're living a fake and false, inauthentic life. And so I want to ask you in what areas of your life have you accepted somebody else's preferences as a standard for your life or as a truth? Whether it was our parents, whether it was religion, whether it was science whether it was some societal or cultural preference, here's the thing. You are at a point where you get to interrogate and let go of any principles that have been layered on top of you that suffocate your authenticity and your truth. I want to make sure you got that. You are at a point in your life where you have dominion and authority to interrogate and let go of any principles or standards that have been laid on top of you that suffocate your truth, which calls you to behave and live an inauthentic life every day. Some people want to talk to us about their own experiences, their, their experiences in their own life. It's great sometimes to listen to the wisdom of others, the experiential experiential knowledge that they have. But that doesn't mean that it's a truth or a law. And the who, what, when, and how of somebody else's life may not apply to you because their path and their lessons, their life lessons could be different from yours. I'm trying to free somebody this morning. I'm trying to free you guys this morning from... Boxing your life and self in from just the random people you pulling up on YouTube that you don't even know their life or the people that are talking to you that are trying to bring fear into your life that don't even know you. Another type of fear that keeps us in our comfort zones is the fear of the unknown, the fear of the unknown. To have a limitless life, sometimes we must be comfortable with not knowing. And here's where it gets tricky. For those of us that are used to knowing, for those of us who do sometimes have that gift of discernment and intuition and God clearly shows things to us long before it happens, there are those of us at Firm Foundation with that gift. But sometimes God will allow some things to happen in our life that we don't understand what I mean. There's it, it is unknown what's going on. We don't even know what lesson could be involved in God holding this information back. But the, the, the trick becomes is that you don't try to make assumptions of the unknown and then try to operate and make that assumption a truth. Listen, you can have assumptions about something, but that does not mean that it is a truth and that you're meant to build and construct your life around it years ago as crazy as it sounds to us today people thought that the earth was flat like that makes no sense because if the earth is flat that means you can sail off of the side of the earth at some point you're gonna fall off the side of the earth right but It was an assumption that became a theory that became a fact. We have to be careful at the assumption stage about what we assume in our lives, because scholars and highly educated people were teaching this in institutions that the earth was flat without having any evidence, any science, any measurements that backed it up. But it became a fact for many. But we know how simple that sounds we now know that the earth rotates on its axis and that um measurements have been done to prove that the earth is indeed like a sphere it is circular it is not flat and that you just cannot go off on a cruise and fall off over into space okay but it took aristotle and his contemporaries to prove this Second thing I want you to write down and to understand, and I really need all of you to lean in. This applies to every single person on this live stream. Don't go looking at your spouse, your partner, your children. Look at yourself on this one. In order to shape a limitless life, you have to have the courage to create something new. And how do we create something new? The first step is to stop recycling the past. Stop recycling the past. And that seems really simple when I say it, but it takes a lot of time and intentionality to break what is happening because many times the circuits in your brain, if you found yourself in a cycle in your life, the circuits in your brain really start to align to support that cycle in your life. And to help you stay, your brain is trying to help you. You want to stay in a cycle? Let me help you stay in a cycle, okay? But what I want to say is that, yeah, I'm talking about your past, your own past, and your own life, but I'm also talking about breaking the cycles and start recycling the past of your lineage. What do I mean by lineage? Your parents, your grandparents, your aunts and uncles- Many of us can look at our lives and see things in our life that are detrimental to us, that are not for our good. But we can also look on the family tree and start pointing it out. And sometimes people use the word generational curse without really teaching. Any curse can be broken. It just means who in the lineage has the trust and the belief that God can do all things and really willing to work at moving beyond what you have seen in the past dynamic in your family. And I feel somebody right now getting uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable with the topic, it means that you are in that cycle. And so maybe God just put you on the live stream today for you to get this truth today, that just because it's there, it's in your family, that it will continue. Maybe God is giving you this opportunity in your lifetime to clear this up in your lineage so that your own children and your own nieces and nephew do not have to observe this and deal with this in their own life. Take a moment and look back upstream at your family. What do you see when you look around? Think about the, your lifestyle. What do you see? Think about your finances. What do you see? What thoughts and beliefs around finances are running in your family that you want to change? Look at your health. What is running through your lineage that you have the potential and God is giving you time in this space, in this season of your life to work through it? What's in the eating habits of your family that really needs to be broken? Because often we have these things that manifest in our bodies that we really need to alter what we're putting into our bodies, number one, but also what we're taking in mentally. I feel y'all uncomfortable. Somebody's uncomfortable, but I really need you to think about what cycles in your life right now that you have created and what cycles are in your life that are overlapped from generational things in your family that are in your lineage and that you have the ability and a chance to heal and to neutralize in this lifetime and not in the next. Maybe it's your job to move the whole lineage forward. Hmm. Especially for those of us talking about having kids. You want kids, but you've got issues that you have a moment right now to really, really deal with so that you don't pass this on to your children, the behaviors on to your children. And so you're asking this morning, somebody is asking this morning, what do I need help with this? Absolutely. If you have to ask the question, do I need help? Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am, you need help. Because guess what? If there's a cycle in your life, your life has been normalized to that cycle. And guess what? The people in your family probably cannot help you because they have normalized themselves to that behavior. And this is no judgment here, but it is an encouragement spiritually as a pastor that you need to take an opportunity to deal with this because remember we talked about collateral damage. The collateral damage in your life could be your marriage. The collateral damage in your life could be your health. The collateral damage in your life could be your very own children or those nieces and nephews that you love so much. It's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. It is hard to see the picture when you are in the frame. And so the question is, it's not the question of whether you need help, it's the type of help that you need. If you're a member of the Firm Foundation or you're visiting on the live stream today and God has really pierced your heart this morning with any portion of this message, don't let the week go by and just ruminate over it. Why don't you just reach out and get a third party's view a spiritual third party's view. So many times we just jump into talk therapy and we leave a part, we leave God out of <clears throat> what we're trying to do. Whether you need pastoral counsel from me or counsel with a licensed professional, I want to caution you just not go find these people on Facebook who say they're coaches, who say they're certified in this or that, of mentors, but they don't have the training to back it up or the experience. And so they're basically. Uh, it's like an open heart surgeon who's never been in surgery or to school trying to operate on your life and you don't know them. But their life is consistently in shambles, but they're trying to coach or to mentor or to pastor you. And you don't even can't even see their life. People can only pass on to you. It's great. We can have principles all day, but if they don't apply those principles to their life. They can't really help you. They are not vibrationally aligned enough to pass on something, a truth on to you in a way that will be helpful for you. So I want you to be careful for that. Come and allow me to get a referral. If you have another pastor in your life that you trust, do not leave the spiritual component outside of your healing process. You know, that's a lot of times, you know, people want to report this is going on, this is going on. But what is the role? of your pastor? What is the role of the spiritual guides? Not just me, you may have spiritual guides in your life. What is their role? Are you listening or are you just dumping what is happening and not leaving room for what they see to apply to your situation? First and foremost, you need people in your life who know about the power of God, not people who are operating on fear and anxiety, but know about the power of God. And when it comes to healing, it is very much a spiritual thing. And we can lean after that. You can lean into other modality, modalities. Talk therapy is just another modality. Group therapy is just another modality. Western doctors treat symptoms. It's just another modality. But if you're going to break a cycle, you need to be very intentional about what you're trying to do and trust that the power of, of God is available to you. The wisdom of God is available to you. You just have to be open and receptive to it. So you're saying, what do cycles have to do with building a limitless life? You're wasting a lot of your energy in the cycle that you're in, just trying to cope with the cycle, hoping hoping that it doesn't happen again when that same energy you could be putting into building and creating something new in your life. You cannot Create a new future, recycling the past. So I want to go back right now, go back to that four-minute mile that we opened up with that Roger Bannister broke. Remember that nobody ran a mile in less than four minutes until one person did it. Ever so often, you will look around and watch someone stepping outside of the box and going beyond the bar of what has been told Um, is impossible as a collective. And in doing so, when he broke that bar, he set a new standard for everybody else and everybody began to reach for it, right? Maybe it is you in your lineage. Maybe it is you in your family. Maybe it is you in your circle that is meant to set a new bar. Whether that's in your finances and your health and your marriages and your love relationships and how you raise your children in your career choices. We have entrepreneurs at the firm foundation and (laughs) it's interesting to watch you all. It is interesting. It is um, encouraging to watch you all because I know that you are setting a standard for somebody else who may be called to entrepreneurship, that it can actually be done. We have to begin to learn um, how to live from our soul and not from external fear. And that's the message for today. And for those of you who are wondering where the scripture is, I know y'all get together and talk. I hear it. It comes back to me. You'll get the scripture next week. It's a two-part series. It's a two part series, but I really needed to lay that foundation without trying to bring some external story in. God wanted me to talk to you this morning. And yeah, I know I stepped on your toes. You don't even have to write it in the chat, you don't have to tell anybody. But if you want to reach out to me this week or one of our other leaders at the Firm Foundation, go to our website, send us an email. There's a phone number on there. Reach out. And we will give you a spiritual response and to let you know what you need. That may be talk therapy, that may be Reiki, that may be be that we need to get together and pray about revelation on your next steps. But whatever the case is, we're trusting that God will show up in our time together to get you where you need to go. It's time for us to be free. It's time for us to stop looking at these different things that are manifesting in our lives hoping and wishing into actual handling the things, or else I go back to what God told us two, three months ago, we will have collateral damage in our lives. That's what I wanna leave you with this morning. I want to encourage you and inspire you to deal with what is showing up in your life because you can have a limitless life. You can have the life that you thought about when you were a little kid, you can have that. Yes, you can. You've got to learn how to shut out the things from the past and the voices that are speaking to you externally, attempting to place you in a box, place you in a barrier. God has called each of us to something greater.